Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Bridge the Atlantic, where we get to know the people behind the creative industries. We're your hosts, music web designer Ross Barber-Smith, owner of Electric Kiwi, where we create awesome custom websites for bands, artists, and musicians. And I'm singer-songwriter and indie filmmaker Marcia Novelli. This week we're joined by New York-based singer-songwriter Rachel Yamagata. To date, she's released four solo EPs and three full-length albums, and she's collaborated with artists such as Jason Mraz, Ryan Adams, Bright Eyes, and past guest Tara Naomi. Her music's also been featured in shows such as The O.C., Brothers and Sisters, Grey's Anatomy, and How I Met Your Mother. Rachel has seen both sides of the major and independent spectrum and is currently gearing up to release her latest album, Tightrope Walker, independently. We're looking forward to hearing more about her experiences and what advice she has for her fellow musicians. Hey, Rachel! Hey! Hi, guys. How oh, are I you? I did that. I waved my arms around. I feel Hello. like a child. It's okay. See, you're all, it's you okay. all did it. I feel good now. It's all good. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I always start these interviews off so awkwardly, so that's why I ask you immediately to tell us three things about yourself that everyone should know. Uh, Yes, I am uh, an eternal optimist. I always look on the bright side of things. Uh, I'm a real handy girl, like if you got something that needs like, you know, a hammer and a nail or a plunger or whatever, saw, I'm your girl. Uh, And then, what was the third thing? Um... Oh, I believe in synchronicities a lot. So I feel like if you put it out into the universe, things start to happen and and get in a flow. And and it's a really important principle that I seem to go by. And a lot of uh, what I write about is touched by that kind of thing. So those are are my three. I love that. Ross and I, we've seen a lot of that even on the show, just kind of how it feels sometimes like things are meant to happen. But I'm always Mm kind of on a, I'm always a tightrope walker, (laughs) feeling like, you know, our brains like to find patterns and things. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, sometimes things just seem too, it's like, you know, you can't even, it's like, how did, no, if this didn't happen, that wouldn't have happened. It's just like, no, (laughs) that was so articulate. Wasn't that beautiful? How articulate or didn't articulate? Your wordsmith. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I'm a lyricist how did that happen I know, right? it's one of those things if I can sit down on the paper there it comes out if I'm speaking in real life blah, 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 that's pretty same, much it. same here it's like you need the melody and the chord yeah. progression to help you like I have trouble when I go to CVS I literally yeah. can't talk to people and I'm a complete hermit so any kind of like normal speak is very odd for me and people just sort of stare at me in a funny way and then with music it's like you know, it all comes out. It's like, yeah, well, because you have the time to really know. sit down calmly, think about it without distraction, right? Yeah. Um, so, Rachel, I, you, you may not know this, but I have been a fan of yours for quite a while. Um, ah. I remember being at college, actually, and one of the guys in my class, he was like, oh, I'm totally into like, you know, screamo and stuff like this. He's like, you know, but sometimes, sometimes all I like to do <laughs> is I like to sit down, I like to put some candles on and just listen to Rachel Yamagata. And I was like, you've heard of Rachel Yamagata? And I was like, this is a new friendship. 
So anyway, that's just a bit of a side side note. I love that. I love the softer side of especially guys. It's like a a big thing when, when um, you know, people feel vulnerable enough to admit that they, you know, have a bottle of wine and my CD and cry their eyes out every now and then. Like it's, (laughs) it's, I love that. So thank you. Very fun. (laughs) so yeah, uh, that was just kind of a, little, a bit of a side note. That's kind of uh, one of my earliest memories relating to to your music. But um, you've that. experienced both being a major label artist and an independent artist. Mm-hmm. Um, can you maybe give us some of the pros and cons of each and tell us a little bit about how things have changed since you've become independent and done things yourself? Sure. Uh, well, I got signed, I think it was like 2000, 2001. I think that's when my first EP came out. And that was definitely the big days of like, big contracts and huge press push. I think that uh, I was really fortunate because I got that big push and I had the radio single and, um, you know, we did a lot of press and there was a huge team. And um, uh, so for me, I was very fortunate to get on the map with that machine behind me. Uh, I was on RCA at first, then I went to Warner Brothers, then I went independent in 2010, I think. Um, and, uh, and, you know, the times are definitely changing. A lot of artists are finding that they have to do it themselves. Record sales are not supplying the money for an artist to live. Um, Touring is a, a very competitive right now. Every band in the world wants to get uh, into the venues, so they're booking much further in advance, at least in my experience. And um, so there's a lot of hurdles that are people are trying to overcome. But what's great about being independent is that I got this bird's eye view of my career that I had never had before, and I started learning about uh, budgeting and networking and, um, you know, social media and the internet have opened up this incredible marketing opportunity. And, um, you know, something that before you needed this big machine to handle and run. And now you can have such a direct relationship with your fans and that, that third wall is down. And, um, so to be able to kind of creatively navigate those waters has been, uh, really interesting because I think a lot of artists know their fans well, perhaps more than um, you know what a, a company knows. You know, not in all cases, but for me, it's it's been working well. But um, it's a twenty-four hour day job. I mean, Marcio, you probably know this as an independent artist. It's 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 a full time endeavor, and it's, it's exhausting. A lot. And, and it's sometimes exhausting. you wonder where's the time to actually be the artist. So, um, besides the fact that your voice is so fucking cool, it really is. Um, in fact, I, I, I actually said earlier <laughs> that it was very sexy. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Yes. Thanks yes. so much. So, there you go. Way to make things really uncomfortable. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Thanks so much. No, she's feeling great. Um, I love so, it. besides that, and obviously, you're... you're ridiculously really cool music and I, I meant to say ridiculously cool music and it sounded like I said ridiculous and cool music ridiculous. Uh, besides all that uh, another reason I was really excited to talk t- uh, to you today is because um, you you're very involved in your music and this is something that excites me because I think every artist especially singer songwriter should just be so involved in their 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 art not only do you co-produce your albums um, but you also uh, co-direct your own music videos or at mm. least you did your your latest music video um, and you edited it which is something I always pride myself on, co-directing, editing, and co-producing all that fun stuff. 
And yeah. it is phenomenal. It is a beautiful, gorgeous Thanks. music video. And uh, so co-producing your album and um, you know co-directing your music videos is a very involved process. It, it really puts your creative um, intentions at the forefront rather than you know letting someone else, like especially you coming from a major label background, letting someone else kind of shape you in a way mm-hmm. that maybe doesn't show who you are. Um, but at the same time, it seems like you are open to other people's creativity as well um, without, you know, but you're splitting it, you know, you're, you're allowing someone else in, but you're not saying here, take complete control, uh, mm. which I think is important. Sorry, very, very long winded description of why I'm excited to talk to you today. Um, so I wanted to ask what would be the most um, challenging aspect of co-producing your album and co-directing uh, your own music video? Um, I guess it's a two-parter question. And uh, what have you learned by being so involved in the process? Um, I well, first off, I I believe in collaboration. Like I I love it. I I'm somebody who I really like to work off other people's ideas, but I'm also extremely Type A and have to make sure I don't micromanage. Um, I if I don't like something, I know I don't like it, and I probably get can't be convinced otherwise, but it might take me a while to get to that place to make the decision. But, um, so I think being that involved, uh, it's challenging to stay objective when it's your own work. Um, and, uh, you have to give yourself space away, uh, to be able to take constructive criticism and great ideas that, maybe you don't agree with initially and somehow find the kernels of truth in there that could be brilliant things that you have to be open. So I think the greatest challenge for me is um, remaining creatively in it and yet being objective enough to assess it on a different level that can be very helpful and shape the creativity in a positive way. Um, You know, with the, with the record, uh, I've, this is the first record where I could really take on the title of co-producer, which is why, you know, every artist is co-producing their record inherently, but this is the first one where, um, you know, I, I called most of the people involved. I set up the house with, uh, Pete, who you saw before, and, um, we made it into a studio. Uh, I, you know, worked through the songs without other people sort of structuring, edit it here, do this or that. And um, then I brought in my longtime producer, John Alasia, halfway through, and he really helped to help to clean everything, edit, rework, sort of craft this stuff that we had done and made that was really on a new track that I loved, but we needed refinement. And he, he really contributed in a great way. And we have such an um, amazing, longstanding working relationship. So that was um, really helpful. But um, that was new territory for me. And I'm a big believer of you just dive in and you figure it out as you go. And whether it's being, you know, releasing a record or making a record or running a pledge campaign or whatever it is, like rely on the kindness of others to help you get through and search for your mentors. And I think, um, as I believe that the universe will, will, they'll put little signposts of aid Uh, up for you to like grab onto and you have to be open to that and um you know the video was that was another uh thing where i was saying that sort of what i don't even remember the catchphrase we were talking about knowledge yeah it's something that knowledge knowledge is bred from necessity 
Yeah, is that right? that's a good one. There we go. Something oh, great, like that. Great, I love great that. Great quote. I can't there speak. There we go. Great quote, Ross. You made <laughs> that job. up yourself, right? Good job, Ross. Thanks, I love guys. That. Yeah. I had my friends, um, my Philadelphia friends, um, Michelle Ramon and Kate Carbone. They're two two great buddies. Michelle um, is this an amazing choreographer and uh, has a studio she she works out of called Shea Dance. And um, Bianca Gatto and Michelle Sassy. They these three great choreographers. I'd always wanted to work with them. They'd done stuff for my music before. Um, and my great friend, Kate, who runs a production company in Philly, um, I called them and I was like, I, I want to do a music video. <coughs> How do we do this? Can, can we work together? And they really helped facilitate the production and the dancers and got all the people we needed. And, um, and then this was the first time where I didn't realize that the director is somebody different from the person actually shooting the video. And I've done videos before. It's been a while. I don't know why it didn't occur to me. So that's how I ended up directing is because I was like, oh, my God, we need a director. And it's it's not the DP who's who's shooting the video. So that led to me coming into taking on the new role of director, which I had, you know, no previous experience in. And editing was because the editors that we had lined up there were schedule conflicts so I was like well I'll download Final Cut Pro and I'll figure out how to how to do this and um, Rocco um, Avaloni I think I'm saying his name right um, he really co-edited it with me but I, I sat through and looked through 10 hours of footage and and matched it up but um, you know the the long-windedness of my answer is really um, you know part of taking over your career and being in in the the dirt and the the you know the tangible stuff that you have to do every day in all aspects is a really great education for how to make smarter decisions and utilize resources um, that maybe in a, in a new creative way because it's not about huge funding anymore it's not about uh, any traditional marketing plan you have to think out of the box and um, sorry, I just, I talk and talk and talk and talk. It's the idea of you remaining complete creative control, but then bringing someone else in with you to have the objectivity that it's, imp that is completely impossible to have of your own art as an artist. Uh, mm. you know, so that's where the balance comes in and I love it. You know, I think that sometimes it can be very dangerous to allow someone else complete uh, creative control. And sometimes it can be very dangerous to have 100% complete creative control. And, yeah. you know, it, it, I think I think the balance is, I mean, at least for me, and it seems like for you as well, it's uh, it's where the perfect kind of marriage happens between the two worlds. Yeah. You know, um, but that I doesn't mean you might not step out of that. And you, maybe one day you just say, no, nope, it's completely me that wants to do something. And, you know, it, so there's no right or wrong, obviously. I think it's fun to try both, you know, yeah. like have do something where you're just singing or True. do something where you have to figure out how to, you know, put a song together, see what, test yourself, see what mm -hmm. you can, um, what you can do. And, you know, part of the, part of the things that I think I have gotten good at over the years is selecting the right team and finding the right people to be in the room or on stage or, mm. um, you know, know, know what you can't do, you know, like, especially in Isn't the, that a lesson? Yeah, right there yeah, for any yeah. any creative to, to to pick your team and to pick it very um, yeah. uh, intelligently, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. Sorry, I mean to, I didn't mean to cut off your creative flow there. It just you you hit no, me with that. You know, it's it's 
I love that. I think that's hugely, hugely important. Like you guys work well off each other and it probably took a lot to, to <sighs> get the podcast up and running. You know what I mean? But it's nice yeah, to have even a, just today. <laughs> even just today. <laughs> get the text out of it. Well, I have a guy who who runs my tech world and it has been, you know, he does a million things and he's he's much more beyond that. And he's part of my management team and that I was trying to handle all by myself um, for years. And I, I met him because I took a class and he was my professor. And, um, and thankfully, you know, he's a, he's a master in that world and, um, has taken a lot off my plate in terms of, um, you know, any, anything to do with like this, like tech stuff of like learning any of this, but also he's great with social media and fans and, um, marketing and, you know, his name's Chandler Coyle. I got to say Chandler Coyle. Um, but finding those key people can really change your life in terms of structuring your time and being able to do art as well as business. And which, which is something that I actually wanted to ask you about, you know, uh, speaking of building your team, you know, how do you kind of find that work-life balance, you know, especially as an independent self-managed musician, you know, um, how, 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 do you, how do you maintain a balance between your life outside yeah. music and your, you know, your working life? Um, you know, there's such a blend, you know, the good, good thing about this is that I, I love it. So even if I'm working at it, um, especially when I'm writing or recording the, the time, you know, it, it goes, it, it just goes by and you don't care. You get lost in the world of creativity, which is amazing. Um, balancing the business stuff is uh, tricky and I have to protect certain things. Like I have to protect my space and protect my emotional reserve of what I have to give to other people so that I'm rested enough to be creative. Uh, I tend to work a lot in the mornings and that's when I'm very, um, I guess on target and very productive. And then I start to fade as the day goes on. And, um, you know, I don't, I don't push it to the point of exhaustion um, I do, so I need advice from you. you. <laughs> <laughs> I have a very, I have two little ones as well, and 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 uh, and, a, and a wife. And I mean, finding the balance between family life and just time for yourself, yeah. and, and being and being an artist, and being an artist, not doing yeah. not uh, not doing everything except making art, like we talked about yeah. before. Everything else that goes along with being an independent yep. artist. <laughs> that, I'm cry. I don't know how you do it with a family. Like that's that's <laughs> I'm I marvel at that. Kudos to you. Like, what do you got, Ross? You got that dog. What else you got? And a cat. <laughs> I have a dog, a cat, and a husband. Well, that's uh, all. Oh, there you go. So, so you're, you which, got a family which, which too. Which I was going to say, it's, the it's fact the that he said are... your voice is sexy, that's an extra big compliment. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So weird. I love it. I love it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's time management. Time is a precious thing. And um, it goes by faster and faster. And you really have to figure out how to use it well. That's, that's a huge thing. Yeah. Absolutely. So sure that um so yeah silence? i wanted to, to quickly <laughs> jump in and ask um because we've been talking about building your team i i was just wondering mm -hmm. if you know the collaborations that you've done with other artists like when you've guessed guessed it on people's records and things so have any of those collaborations Jason Mraz, ryan adams bright yeah. eyes and our friend tara naomi yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. um I, I would just wonder if, if any of those kind of collaborations have really helped kind of shape your idea of building the team and if any of them have been particularly educational 
to you? Um, you know what I love is watching how other artists do exactly what we're talking about. Like, how do they find time for themselves? What's their writing process? What does their space look like? Um, you know, uh, when I worked with Jason Mraz and we did some writing together and I went to his house and it's very peaceful and it's very creative and he's really diligent about writing songs during the week and then reviewing them at the end of the week. And he's very organized about them, or at least from what I witnessed. And that was, that was interesting to me. You know, I've, I've paper napkins all over the place and like, you know, put tapes and CDs and, you know, files, they're all over the house. So even just witnessing sort of that organization, Dan Wilson is also incredibly organized and, um, knows how to sort of catalog his work so that it doesn't get lost in the shuffle. And I thought that was really, really great. And, um, you know, one of my first tours was with Liz Fair and she had, um, her, her kid, I think was like three or four when, when, when she was on tour and watching her sort of manage her band and the press and her family all on the road, that taught me a lot about, um, sort of those skills of, of how to multitask in that way. And, um, so yeah, I, I think you can learn a lot from other artists and how they do it. Um, and just by having conversations about what do you look for in a manager, if you're going to have a manager or a label or what a distributor, whatever it is, like asking around, um, I think always helps you learn just from the nature that other, your colleagues are also doing it. You know, for me, it's integrity, like find people with total wonder, hundred percent great integrity um, and who, who can be accountable and, uh, of course have talent and skill and creative ideas of their own. Like, but, but you want, you want the good heart, you know, you want somebody, somebody to be around that, that makes the world a better place. I think so. Wow. We're really getting to know uh, who you really are. You know, it's really beautiful. <laughs> really beautiful. You yeah. know nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> so we want to keep learning about you and uh, in, a, in a bit more of a fun way. Are you ready for yeah. 20 questions? Oh, God. Okay, I'm ready. All right, let's yeah. do this. Coffee or tea? I'm having, well, I'm sipping my coffee right now. All right, yeah. coffee as well today, though. I used mm. to be tea, but my wife has brought me to the dark side. Mm. Coffee too. <laughs> Meat or veggies? Uh, I, I like them both on the same plate. I know you guys are, are but I don't, I... <laughs> yeah, no, what, what are you talking terrible. about? Am I wearing a shirt that says vegetarian or something? No, you might be because you're wearing a... I, listen, I did, I was, I, I did go vegetarian for a bit, and then I got run down in Utah by a bull, and then that night I had a hamburger, and I feel terrible about it. I know, I'm sorry. I don't even laugh at that. It just, it just, laugh that. that was the night, but, um, but not, not I... A, you know what I mean? You can bring me back. You can bring me back. We'll All talk right. later. All right. Yeah. <laughs> TV or Netflix? Netflix. Twitter yeah. or Facebook? Uh, I, oh, gosh. Uh, you know, how can, I, how can I choose? I like, you know what? I'm, I'm getting into Insta Instagram, I got to say. So all, all three plus more. Snapchat I haven't tried. Too scared for that. Maybe I'll try that. New York or Virginia? 
Ooh, uh, well, New York is, is my history, my, my family. Virginia is where my brother lives with all of my nieces and nephews. And um, so, again, a tie. I'm sorry. I got to, I'm thinking of them. And if I say, if I don't say Virginia, then I feel like I just, you know, I'm not going to be able to come visit. So, a tie. <laughs> Studio or stage? Uh, uh, we hit you with the hard questions. Here. I know these are hard. Um, uh, studio I love because I'm a hermit, and if I never had to leave the house, that would be my choice. Um, stage, stage, I have stage fright, so that's a tricky one for me. But when you hit that zone of connecting with people, there's nothing like it in the world. So if I could, I should just make a stage in the studio and start performing <laughs> here. And that's the only time I perform. And then I problem solved. Thank you. Got, Perfect. got it. Done. Yep. Done. Got it. Education or experience? Uh, I think they're the same. They're the same to me. You, ha- you need both. One equals the other. Yeah. 30 Rock or Parks and Recreation? Oh, well, I got to give props to 30 Rock. I got to be on it and they were amazing. So I didn't know that. Um, That's amazing. I, I did. I, I have a cameo. Oh, wow. I'll um, have to go check that out. That's awesome. Yep. Yep. Standing right next to Moby and uh, right in front of Michael McDonald. There was, it was a huge episode with amazing artists. It was surreal. Yeah. Who, yeah. Who needs a, he needs a kidney, I yeah. think was the song. Um, yeah, so I gotta, I gotta say 30 Rock there. Yep. Indie or major? Um, oh God. Uh, I, I gotta say I'm not one of the people who hates the majors. I had an amazing experience on them and with them. Uh, and Indie, I'm, it's, it's doing the same. I think, um, authentic self, that's how I'll answer. That, that sort of fuels everything no matter what you know, team you have around you, just be, be your authentic self and then, um, make either one work for you. Good and bad people everywhere, basically. Yeah. You know, everyone's got a story about it working or not working for Mm -hmm. them. So talent or attitude. Oh, uh, you know, attitude can get you fake it till you make it is a great like thing to like, it just spurs you on. Um, but you need, you need the talent. You guys are giving me really hard ones. I've watched your things before and this is, they weren't this hard. <laughs> I'm just saying. Canada, um, Canada or Scotland. Oh God. I'm just up here. Not far. I up. know. <laughs> you have to pay. I can't. Well, I, <laughs> I feel like now that we went through our, our vegan meat eater stuff, you're not going to like, give me a fair shot anyway. So I got <laughs> to pick true. Scotland. That's not true. Okay. No, or maybe not. No, Canada, I, I don't know. We play, we play Canada more often than Scotland, but we hope to play Scotland. So it, you guys are both super, super sweet and nice. Ryan Adams or mm. Brian Adams? Oh, oh, good. See what we did there? Well, That's America versus I, Canada right there. That was good. That was good. Um, I got to go with Ryan. He's a, I was, he's a super creative force. I think he's a musical genius. Rachel, uh, noodles yeah. or poodles? <laughs> uh, <laughs> noodles. Um, I like, I like poodles, but you, 
can eat them. <laughs> so <What? terrible. laughs> Batman or Superman? Oh, uh, Catwoman. <laughs> oh, that's a good answer. That's yeah, a good we'll answer. <laughs> Michael Jackson or Michael Bolton with Power Grab? I've done this for about a hundred episodes, by the way. Right uh, I've, I've. I think it's time to retire him. Um, I think uh, Michael Jackson is. Uh, how can you not say Michael Jackson? But I will tell you that before I was in music, I did maybe write in my diary to some Michael Bolton songs on the back patio in a gazebo and hope one day I'd have a boyfriend. So, but I will pick Michael Jackson for the creative musicality. I think Ross did the same thing with Michael Bolton. <laughs> Really? Yeah, except I was writing love letters to Michael Bolton, but that's a whole. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I didn't, I I did, I didn't do that. Um, <laughs> good. That was oh really good. So moving on, uh, Game of Thrones or The Walking Dead? Game of Thrones. I'm hooked. Celine okay. Dion or Marilyn Manson? Um, <clears throat> I I think Marilyn Manson's really smart i don't even remember what i was and i'm sure selena is too but i remember seeing some sort of i don't know if, whether it was a documentary or an interview or something and really Pulling feeling for Columbine? It, it might have been I, I i just remember seeing him speak and thinking um how articulate and insightful he was uh and being fascinated about his sort of artistic persona um in tandem with what I was watching at the time. So I'm mm -hmm. going to say him, but my heart will go on at the same time. So I, it's, it's a hard one. It's a hard one, you guys. Well, this, is, this one may be pretty hard too. Okay. Whale or kale? Um, I have to say whale because I got a strange, uh, a strange sign from a whale once. Bet Midler or the Riddler? Uh, I I love Bette Midler. I think she's phenomenal. I have to say Bette all the way. Yeah. And your final, most important, heartbreaking question. Yes. And you may, you may know what's coming up. <laughs> Ross or Marcio? Oh, I, how, how can I choose? Um, you can pick the choose? other independent I, artist in the room here who... Uh, um, <laughs> I, sure, Ross has been a fan yeah, since college. I'm, Whatever. No, oh, I know. I know. I, I, I'm divided. I'm going to forever think of you two as one. So, you know what? The one, the one of you. If only more guests did this, then Ross and I wouldn't have this underlying, you know, feud that no one knows we have. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> do you keep a tally? You do. Uh, we haven't, but I just tally. know Ross has gotten about 75% of them. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll take this as a win. I will take oh, this as a I, win. Okay. I'm, 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 the me that I have is for you as the one. Oh, whatever that means. I think I like that. Good, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, Rachel, you are awesome. Seriously, where can people, uh, what's the best place for people to connect with you online? What are you most active on social media wise? Uh, I'm good on, on, what am I good on Twitter? And I've started doing Facebook live stuff, which is great. And then mm -hmm. Twitter, um, I'm, I'm pretty I'm trying to get better. I'm, if you want to connect with me, um, like super, super personally, then you should just come to, no, that was good. Um, oh yeah. Was that good? <laughs> I you were going to say come to a show. <laughs> I know. 
Just um, knock on my door. We'll hang out. I, just knock on my door. You know what? Show is probably the best way for direct. Like, because I love sort of, of course, but you know, online hanging you know, with fans. Online, go to my website, RachelAmagata.com. Um, we're just refreshing it and revising it. Um, we have a new Chandler is now handling all of my uh, sort of the direct requests that come in. So um, we're just starting to to respond to different stories. I mean, people write the most fabulous things of, I don't know, just, just life stuff. And, and so we're reading those and responding to those. And But definitely Twitter and Facebook if you want sort of that instant comment back, that, that kind of thing. I'm instant, getting better. The instant gratification like that the world I say wants, instant, yeah. but I, I'm, I'm bullshitting myself. I'm not very good at the instant stuff. So, I, you know, I'm trying. I'm trying my best. Did I answer this at that, all? That's, that's no. all. You know <laughs> what? Like basically, a terrible answer. basically, people can go find, add you, you on your social media You can't get to networks. me. I'm a hermit. <laughs> you cannot get to me. You will never find me. No, I'm. You will find me. You, well, you found me. How'd you find me? Found Chandler you. found you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are easy to find. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, iTunes, and YouTube. Just search for Bridge the Atlantic. Uh, come and say hey. Share your stories with us. We we want to hear from you. Um, you know, just do it. Cool. Just do it. As for me, I'm working on my second solo album, and you can be a part of it at marcinvalley.com slash pledge. You can get my debut solo album right here whenever you want. <laughs> Make sure to follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Spotify, which are all my name, Marciona Valley. And I'm working on websites for various arts at the moment. You can check out my work at electrickiwi.co.uk. You will find me on Twitter and Instagram as electrickiwi, and on Facebook, electrickiwidesign. This episode was brought to you by Chris Keaton, the Rockstar Advocate, Buck Naked Soul Company, and Social Surge. All links are in the show notes, so please check them out because they keep this show alive. And if you want to be one of those awesome people, uh, you can support the show at patreon.com slash bridge the Atlantic. Now, in like the hundred plus episodes we've done, I'm always the one to kind of be like, thanks so much for coming on the show. And as much as I love you, Ross has known you so much longer. So, Ross, I think you should be the one today to send her off and end this interview. I, I, I feel that that would be right. Okay, well, my heart is also going to go on here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, no, really, thank you so much for coming on. I I guess I've listened to you since probably around 2004, 2005, so it's uh, it's really cool to finally to, you know, to chat. Um, Everyone should definitely check out the new single. Uh, You'll find the video on YouTube. The album is out, I believe, the 23rd of September. That's right, yep. Awesome. September 23rd. Uh, And you're touring uh, US, Canada... Right? We're doing U.S., Canada, going to China, and then we'll head to Europe late November. We're we're setting cool. it up now. Well, yeah. we, Give we me get, a shot when you're we, in Europe. We get, and... we get backstage passes, right? Uh, forever. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> in, in all seriousness, uh, I'm I'm so grateful I've been introduced to your music as well as you. You're you're a very very sincere, honest person, and uh, that's what we love to see. We love to see thank that. You. So, thank you. This is a pleasure. Thanks, you guys. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Bridge the Atlantic. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a rating and review on iTunes. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So connect with us on there and let us know what you think of the show. Thanks for being awesome, and we'll see you next week. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.